Hi, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Hannah. My name is Brooklyn. And my name is Mia. We are from Mr. Genevieve's sixth period English class. I think most of our listeners out there probably own a pet or know people who own a pet, right? Mm -hmm. And so, according to stats as well, recorded by the Insurance Information Institute, about 90.5 million families in the U.S. also own a pet. You see, I think all of us know that animals can bring us so much love and joy, but for some reason, the animal abuse and abandonment rates are still rising dramatically. Yes, I completely agree. And even in uh, Peachtree City or your counties around you, just everywhere, you see all these animals that are surrendered. The rates, they're exponentially high compared to past years. Mm -hmm. And this is typically due to the low rates of spaying and neutering, especially in the more impoverished and low-income areas. And some people just can't afford these services, unfortunately. No, definitely. I agree. But the question is, how can we support and raise awareness for the abandoned dogs in our community? There are numerous dog shelters and organizations, specifically nonprofits in our community, servicing mm-hmm. Fayette County, Peachtree City, and Coweta County. And one of those that stands out is Coco's Cupboard. Coco's Cupboard has significantly impacted um, the community by lowering the population of abandoned and abused dogs. And when mm-hmm. dogs go into Coco's Cupboard, they come in um, sick and injured and abused, and then they'll come out a brand new animal, emotionally yeah. and physically healed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of animals that they get are left homeless or dying without medical care. And Coco's runs off of volunteers, and especially teenagers who are really, who have a passion for dogs and are able to provide care and love and support for them Mm -hmm. as well but a lot of these volunteer organizations they don't just need volunteers they also need donations no definitely i agree um and definitely with teenagers it's like a really good opportunity for them because they're able to get service hours for things such as beta club and Mm -hmm. a lot of teenagers (laughs) do participate in this so exactly no that's that's true there are so many ways that like people are able to help out and contribute i think we also need to address the counter argument to this i think people would definitely disagree like um a lot of people have to let go of their animals because of finances because they can't afford it or their home life isn't good so they think it's better to abandon them or just leave them be instead of having to keep them in an environment that's not good for them but yeah a lot of people they'll just get the dog because it's cute and like oh, it's everybody has this dog, and I want to exactly. have a dog too. Mm-hmm. But it's not fair to the animal to get a dog if you're not able to keep up with it because it is living too. It has emotions yeah. and feelings, <laughs> so you can't just, like, keep it in your house. Right, and it's just so often that um, us as people and humans, we just think about ourselves, and we can get selfish with the idea of having this cute dog, mm-hmm. and we just don't think about them, like, s- supposed to have their like needs and their like food and water and a good shelter and a good environment to live in just like we do exactly yeah no oh go ahead and when you have these owners who can't take care of their dogs they often end up having to um surrender them or they just will abandon them which is horrible it's sad Mm -hmm. and unfortunately that's where coco's cupboard gets a lot of their dogs it's just dogs Mm -hmm. off the street and so no people need to know what they're getting into when they buy a dog avoiding no, yeah. a impulsive actions definitely right. and i was actually about to say something about that like 
I think we all know impulsive actions, like with shopping or buying food or buying something that we want just impulsively. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, obviously, I think we all know that you can't just do that with a pet. And right. I relate a lot because I have really bad spreading problems. So it's like it makes sense. But the thing is, Coco's Cupboard gives you an opportunity to have like a taste of that, an idea of what it's like to like get a pet because of all the volunteering you can do, the training, the walking, and donating even just food and supplies. Like you have an idea of the finances that might come with getting a dog because it's almost like like getting a child for sure yeah it definitely gives you um an experience so if you're like thinking about getting a dog before and you just don't know for sure if you would be able to support them and give them the love they need coco's cupboard is definitely a really good place to almost like a trial run to see if you're able to do these things without like or with having enough time and just everything that goes into mm-hmm. it. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And even if, and in looking at Coco's Cupboard, it's not just in if you are on the fence of getting a dog or not. It also is giving back to the community around you. Coco's Cupboard's sister organization, Tales of Hope, will take in animals or the abandoned dogs that they get they will screen them and see if they have any of the potential qualities to become a service animal and those who do pass the test those preliminary tests they will train them as service dogs and give them to veterans um emr ems firefighters um people with disabilities and the average service dog costs around a hundred thousand dollars which is insanely high Mm -hmm. and coco's cupboard will give these people service animals for around ten thousand dollars which is significantly lower than right, the yeah. average that's a really good deal it yeah. is well, i would take that deal yes um and it's giving people um an emotional support dog but also mm-hmm. in case of they have like a physical disability this could save their life mm-hmm. and by yeah. volunteering and giving your time to this this um organization you're also giving back to people who, mm-hmm. who really need it exactly oh, for sure and like um there's not only we've mentioned volunteering a lot but i was just thinking about like there are people who might want to foster it also like you mm-hmm. mia you foster dogs from coco's cupboard so like i do like i don't know i was just gonna say that it just gives you an opportunity so i mean what do it you think it does so fostering is a great way to tell if you don't know if you're on the fence of getting a dog or not or if you have a dog and you just want to change things up a little mm-hmm. bit yeah. a lot sometimes you can get like the cute little puppies and they'll get adopted in like a week or sometimes we typically get the dogs that were abused or starved mm-hmm. or abandoned yeah. and those take a couple of months you have to bring them it's like bringing them back to life and the first couple of weeks they'll come out of their shell and they'll actually show their true personalities right. and you don't have to heal them physically but also emotionally like train them but show them love and how mm-hmm. a true real family looks like and providing that yeah. structure and stability so fostering yeah, is a great way to give an animal a home and to get it out of the crate for eight for hours sure. a day it's an amazing opportunity yeah and i just think it's so important like when you're fostering a dog it can be so helpful with like you growing in your patience because mm-hmm. you do have to be patient with these dogs because mm-hmm. you have to know that they've either been abandoned or abused mm-hmm. and they've had a past like traumatic life mm-hmm. and they may have trouble like getting along with you but you just have to, like you said, bring them back into this life and into being able to trust people again. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and um, I mean, just we're arguing this because there are plenty of solutions to this problem. The raising numbers of abandoned dogs and, like, 
and homeless dogs is it needs to be fixed because it just keeps rising. And so, mm-hmm. honestly, Coco's Cupboard has a lot of different ways you can connect to it through the way it promotes itself through social media. And honestly, what we said in the beginning, just like there are plenty of teenagers, like we're all three of us are teenagers and we um, are parts of clubs that mm-hmm. need volunteer hours. Mm-hmm. And so Coco's Cupboard is definitely a great way to be able to get volunteer hours mm-hmm. while also having a good time at what you're doing. Yes. And you don't have to foster in order to volunteer mm-hmm. or participate. Yeah. Yeah. You, they have service dog training classes and they have discipline training, helping with small tasks in their facility like cleaning organizing, taking dogs on walks, right. and donations, like supply drives. All this stuff is are great opportunities, even if you're looking for um, beta club hours or something, mm-hmm. or if you just yeah. want to give back to the community. Exactly. Right. And so to, I mean, to conclude all of this, hearing this as a listener, bringing it back to you guys, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, how do you feel about this? And if you think about it, if you or your friends have a pet, like even if you don't have a pet, just think about, how do you feel just seeing them abandoned on the streets, abused on the streets? Because that's the worst thing to see. Right. Like, it is. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just take this with a grain of salt. And thank you for enjoying our podcast today. Thank you so thank much. Thank you.